As a plant-based cheese company, Dea has never talked about beef in an ad before because someone somewhere once had a beef with saying beef and plant-based together. So putting a slice of Dea cheese on a beef burger, not okay. Well, our delicious melty cheese has a beef with your beef about beef because any step towards plant-forward eating is a step in the right direction. Dea, 100% plant-based, even if you're not. Now made with Dea Oat Cream Blend. Listen closely. That's not just paint rolling on a wall. It's artistry. A master painter carefully applying Benjamin Moore Regal Select Eggshell with deftly executed strokes. The roller, lightly cradled in his hands, applying just the right amount of paint. Hmm. It's like hearing poetry in motion. Benjamin Moore, see the love. Podcast Network powered by Spotify. Hey, it's Cousin Sal, your old friend, coming to you. Mikey Meatballs producing this disaster of a program. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds at D3, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Yeah, Sal, what's up? What's going on, buddy? Oh, we got the divisional round, Brother Bri. We're going to get into it a little bit there. We're going to get, oh, we have NBA picks for you. I'm trying to think. You guys, Sharp Tank, it's at the end of the week. Harry, I think, has got some Australian Open for us. Harry, what round oh. are they in? I feel like I've neglected this tournament. Oh, they're ending like the second. They're about to start the third round. Okay, will you let us know precisely when they start the third round? Because oh, I need I to mean, know these things. <laughs> it's oh, no. tomorrow okay. in Australia today, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm, forget I'm, it. I got we start, it starts too early. It's yeah. it, This is my same problem I have with golf. When golf wait starts till the Super Bowl early. ends before yeah. you do yeah, anything? Yeah, wait till the Super Bowl yeah. ends. Let's go. Give us February. We'll, I mean, I'm on mountain time, February. and I screw up everything time-wise on mountain time. Forget about being the next day. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to. I wasn't real serious about it. But, yeah, either that, Bri, or it's just a weekday tournament. You know, leave the weekends open. <laughs> right. uh, well, something sure. to bet. Uh, I was trying to look for the sports news for Wednesday. We're doing this Wednesday night. Not so much, except this I found interesting, of course. The Mets are retiring number 16 and number 18 this year. April 14th and June 1st, Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. Long time coming. Good job, Mets. We got to do something to keep the fans interested. We have to do something. Um, Paulie, kid, no. you won't be going to any of these. These are Yankees too, but you don't care that the Mets are re- retiring the numbers. <laughs> Look, it's it's um if you hit, I guess if you have like four good seasons, right? Um, and you you know for the Mets, their 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 wall of fame or whatever you want to call it is so thin that mm. um it's rather easy uh to get uh, into that or to be part of that. So interesting. If I, but I like good and I like strawberry. I personally like you should. Those I don't guys. think you win that '96 I mean, championship you know, if not for the right as a Yankee uh, fan, right? Was that uh, it? Gooden's Gooden was uh, really more '95, I believe, right? Um, but strawberry right. certainly helped out more. I like both guys. I mean, they they they've overcome well. Probably still struggling a little bit in their lives, I'm sure. <laughs> I think Strawberry but, has uh, pretty much, you know, he's married, he's on the straightened path. No, he he's, seems he's like, like he's got it together. Yeah, some we know kind of Doc preacher has deal his ups going and downs. Well, I think know, it's, right? so, it's no coincidence, Parley Kid, that they gave Dwight Gooden's is in April and, and Straws is in June. I think they're like, hey, we got two dates open. We have April 14th and we have June 1st. Who do we give to Gooden and who do we give to Strawberry? Like, uh, give Gooden the first one. Let, let, well, let, let, let's make sure. Let's make sure. You think, uh, he, you think he shows up? You think he shows up? So <laughs> two guys <laughs> that two um, yeah had they uh, been able to stay away from drugs? Uh, oh man, could have been all time greats. Oh, um, the best. There was nobody. What, what Dwight Gooden was doing at nineteen years of age? What mm-hmm. uh, uh, twenty and nineteen and twenty years of age was. Some of um, what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I know what well, you're saying. On the mound. On the mound. <laughs> right. I think he was clean. Obviously, I think he was clean then until he was corrupted by some of uh, the other players. But mm. he so he was so good, so electric, right? Um oh, that as we were, ball, re- that as we were researching that documentary. Jump, that curveball was unhittable 
And Amazing. he was so young, so young at that time. Uh, what a shame. But I, I do have a, I do like both guys. I do. It's 24, so, congratulations. 24 and four as a 20 year old. My God, a one five three ERA. You're just not going to see that. You're just not going to see a lot of these from seventeen nine as a rookie in '84. Brian, what were we going to say? I've got I a lot of complaints say, do, that I'm not letting. You, I'm not letting you speak enough. Go well, ahead. that's that's fine. Um, but where do you <laughs> rank those two? Like as a Met fan, you probably you you got Seaver and Piazza at the top, and then those guys follow in terms of just what they met for that short time period. Or do you have guys like Carter and Hernandez? I, I, I think of, I have Hernandez them. ahead of those two. I have David Wright, I think, ahead of all those guys, except for maybe the first two you named. Um, but it, it's close. It really gets close. Right, I definitely think they should be being, retired term, numbers. Like This is a like, long time coming. I mean, I get it. Part. Like David yeah. Wright had better overall career stats and he yeah. finished, finished with better numbers. But just in terms of what it meant to be a Met, right? In terms uh, of like be, the excitement of being a Met, mm-hmm. I think Strawberry... I think Strawberry and Gooden have to be like at least top three and four. Top Outstanding. Three and four. Yeah, Those I two. think so. I got to, you got to put them up there. Uh, and in a weird way, Rusty Staub is up there and Mookie and uh, you know, but yeah, I think for sure. Piazza, right. Strawberry, Seaver, Hernandez. Uh, Gooden. We can go on and on, on and on talking about the Mets, but yeah, you're right. Paul, <laughs> kid, that was an un- un- unhittable ball. You're like, Oh my God, this guy's going to be great for 15 years. And then it just, it's so sad what happens. I'm looking at these numbers now. He did, he, he went to the Yankees in 96. He was 11 and seven. Uh, was that 96? It yeah. wasn't five, huh? Yeah. And then Strawberry just with that swing. I, Brian, I hadn't seen anything like it. I really hadn't. Harry, yeah. Harry you were uh, in David Justice world back then. Um, in, yeah. Actually, it was a little later for Justice, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, All right. Darren, Darren's right. So good and so young. Not even really uh-huh. knowing what he's doing, but being so incredibly dominant at the time, it just seems so easy for him that uh, that such early age really was dominating. Twenty four and four, my God, one fifty three. All right, so good job by the Mets. Right now, That'll be your, fun. Over your right huh? shoulder, is that the baseball I got you for when you turn fifty? Signed by both those guys, right? Now I got to turn. It's tough for a big fat man like me to think. Yes, it is. There it is, right in front of Roger. Right strawberry. There you go. There they are. Now I got to turn back. I got the wall with the left field wall over. Wasn't yeah, that cheap either, Darren? Just letting you know, Darren. Just letting you know. <laughs> I knew that was your whole angle. I mean, you do owe South <laughs> thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You, you so. let them have it, Paul. I can't. That's right. angle. I'm not denying yeah, it. You're it right. So totally. I was thinking as soon as he said it, he just wants to be yeah. like, look, look what I got, Sal. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, being that you and probably that owe Sal. Football too, Darren. And that Parsons football, by the way. I yeah, gave that away yeah, after yeah. Sunday. That was gone. Carly Stane, by the way, I just saw Yeah, yeah. Well, we thought that anyway. All right, listen. I broke that uh, news last night. I broke that news yesterday yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, they, 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 they don't back. care. They don't, they don't not care. Fun. Not, not fun. Come on, Schefter. Not fun. Come on. Everybody's got a. Is McCarthy's going to stay? I mean, we we didn't have a leg up with the and the Falcons interviewed both Harbaugh and uh, Belichick, right? Is that where would uh, could they hire them both, yeah. Bry? Maybe they hire them both. Maybe Belichick's a defensive coordinator and Harbaugh's the head coach. Wow, that'd be something. That's the move, Atlanta. Forget <laughs> your crappy players. The coaches mean something. That is the That's move. That's the way to do it. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's do this. So here's what's going to happen. Brother Brian and I are going to go on Cousin Sal's winning weekend on Friday. We're going to give you all our sides. We'll give you a couple of props, too. There's no shortage of props. There is a shortage of games, unfortunately. There's only four left. And then from what I hear, Brian, we're, then there's two next week. And Apparently. then there's a week Apparently. off. And then there's only one. Are you kidding me? They can't do this to us. They cannot do this. We, we need tennis. We need Australian Open uh, to go to last for about six or seven weeks. But let's start the Saturday afternoon noon game. Baltimore minus nine and a half, 43 and a half against Houston. Like I said, Brian and I, we're going to give you a couple of props here or maybe some uh, total bets. But uh, this is all going to be Harry and the parlay kid. Steering the ship here. All right, Harry, actually, you have the same thing that I was going to give out um, here. So you you like the under in this game. I do. Under 43 and a half. I know it opened around like 45, down to 43 and a half here. They played in week one uh, in Baltimore. 25-9 was the final. All Houston could come up with was three Fairburn field goals. Um, Houston lit it up at home versus Cleveland, but playing in Baltimore, obviously a different story. 
the Ravens. And by the way, in that game, Lamar uh, Jackson, not that great. Only 169 yards, no touchdowns and one pick. Um, The Ravens versus AFC South teams this year gave up an average of just 15 points per game. And all four contests landed 41 points or less. Uh, Maybe the moment is too big for Ryan's and his rookie quarterback, CJ Stroud. Baltimore doesn't have to show everything, I don't think, by the fourth quarter. I think they rely on the running game a lot. Also, Lamar, four playoff games, all four games under 44 points. Hmm. Uh, and the last five, five games, because Huntley played last year in the playoff game, that game went under two, went under 41 points. So uh, Ravens' last five playoff games, all under 44. I've got Baltimore winning this game by the uh, 24-13. So it's going to be close by the spread, but plenty good on the under. Okay, I'll pile on some trends here for the under because I like it too. Under is 16 and 7, where the last 23 games where the Ravens are favored, and Texans games are 11 and 6 to the under uh, this year. Yeah, and so I, I, there's usually a buy team that gets off to a slow start offensively, and I am going to nominate the Baltimore Ravens. It's been, well, it'll be three weeks since they played a meaningful game. I think they're going to be a little out of sync offensively. Like I said, maybe more Justin Tucker than anything in the first half first two and a half quarters three quarters whatever so i'm gonna go under as well harry all right uh paulie kid you got player prop here flowers yeah i i you know i know who i like to win these games uh which shouldn't surprise you i like pretty much all the the favorites i just i haven't decided on these these large spreads mm-hmm. just yet. Especially so, Saturday with the first year quarterback, first year playoff quarterbacks, at least, it's you know, very, which one shows up. Yeah. And they're, they're playing great. Right. So I, I, I got to think a little bit more about where I'm going there, but so, you know, I really, uh, this Baltimore team, I think the one biggest difference to this team this year, especially as of late has been uh, the Zay flowers kid. Yeah. Uh, for, for Baltimore. They haven't had a receiver. I mean, you I guess you could say Hollywood Brown for a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh this kid is legit. He is legit. He's super fast. Um the last two games, uh 106 yards, 72 yards. He's had an average of eight targets a game the last two games. Two out of his last four games, he's had double digit targets uh from from Lamar. I really like him here to go over 48 and a half yards receiving mm. against this Texan secondary. Uh, I, I think uh, maybe I think that there it's a, it's a, I just don't think it's an elite secondary just yet. Um, some people might get on me for that, but uh, I think flowers emerges here. I think these, these speed receivers are becoming, when we watch these game, playoff games, right? These speedy receivers are dominating the playoffs for the most yeah. part. Uh, Flowers fits into that mold. He's been great. What a, what a, I kind of questioned the draft pick at the time. Um, I wasn't sure a receiver out of Boston College. Right. He's been as good as they thought he would be, and he's getting better as this season progresses. Let's take Zay Flowers over 48 and a half yards receiving at minus 114. I like it. And he definitely passes the eye test. Like when they played Miami, I was like, oh man, this guy is as fast as Tyreek Hill. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll just keep that to myself because maybe, maybe that's, uh, <laughs> I know, maybe that's right? not the case. Yeah. So sure. uh, anyway, but I, I just, yeah, he looks super fast and you're right. I mean, probably could look at the, the Browns secondary was top five in the last 20 years, except for some reason it didn't transfer when they went on, they jumped on an airplane and played on the road. And so and, and we <laughs> right. at, look at all the big plays the Texans made. I, I think just to your point about the um, sure. receivers, by the way, I'm, I'm trying to think, cause I don't want to uh, show my hand here, but there was one prop. Fandle has a prop where will they be a 70 yard touchdown pass this weekend? And you got, I, I wish I had it, it up. 75. 75. Did you look yeah. at that, Brian? What were yeah, the odds on that? Six or seven or more? Uh, I think it was about six. Six to one. All right. Like something like that. There was one last week, right? Um, uh, With the Texans. So something like that with the speedy receivers, not a bad uh, thought there. All right, Bri, what you got? All right. Well, you know, Sal, the funny thing is too, like you guys are talking about with the Texans. If you like the Texans, right, you probably would play the first quarter. You play the Mm -hmm. first quarter of the first half because the first quarter you can get them at plus 185s. 
for the half, you can get them at plus 220. If you think they're if the Ravens are going to come out and struggle, uh, that's one thing I would just say. But I, I'm go I am going a prop here, um, which is completely different from what I was just saying. But I, I'm taking <laughs> Gus Edwards to score t- anytime touchdown. And the funny thing about Gus Edwards, I have never been on Gus Edwards for anything. Never had him in fantasy. Never taken him for any type of prop. Never taken him for a first touchdown prop, even though he always seems to be the guy to get the first touchdown. But I do like this prop here because you're getting plus 120. He's scored in eight of his last 11 games. And and that includes that pit game where they weren't really even trying to score offensively at the end of the game. 13 touchdowns on the season. And look, the Texans, while the Texans against the run have been pretty good, they only averaged, they only let up three and a half yards per carry. They did give up 19 rushing touchdowns on the season, which puts them in the bottom five uh, in the league. So I, I think you take Gus Edwards here to score his uh, typical touchdown from the one yard line here. So. All right. Yeah. It seems to happen a lot uh, in that game. All right. Uh, for that team. Uh, all right. And then the night game, Saturday night game, this is not on Peacock, right? We don't, uh, not every Saturday night game is on Peacock. Thank God. All right. Okay, good. Harry will get to watch this. You won't have to run off to a restaurant with the lovely Angie, but he says, 49ers- thanks. he says, thank God. He, I thought he got it. I thought he has access. To I thought it. I did. Couldn't, I don't. So it doesn't, I know, which really means you didn't really try. And what, well, yeah, <laughs> Angie kind of did it, but I, also I saw that they have all those past episodes, lost episodes of the office, which I wanted to check out, but I still don't have it. Lost yeah, episodes could, of the office. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> Wait, extra the, episodes, the, extra episodes. What? Oh, what? They have extra episodes of the office. If he did get it, he canceled it for sure. There's no way he's on the hook for another seven dollars. Uh, yeah, no. Look, he down, maybe yeah. he downloaded the app and then, like, oh my god, you actually have to sign in and pay money for this. Right? Yeah, oh, she did it. Your... She did. She signed in on the on television on the television. So when we got back from the restaurant. I went to sign third, third late third quarter. Not on. I said, yeah, but if you figure it out, I'm yeah. going to the car. I'm pretty sure if you signed in, it's not logging you out in that first day you signed Probably in. Probably right. But then what happened? So you went to the car and did she try? The you tell you, you, Bry, I don't know. You asked her to try to get it and she couldn't still, right? Oh, she said, she, yeah, yeah, after she said she did. She said, we're all huh? good. She said, we're all oh. good on Friday. She said, we're all good. So then. Come, I know. I'm talking about when you went in the car, you you asked her to still try to get it, right? Yeah, I said if you can still get it, I'd rather because I still wanted to see a couple things on Peacock. By the time the game was over, she still didn't get it. I said, okay, I don't care. I don't care. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I don't care. It's fine. Uh, I I know. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm getting dizzy. Just listen. All right. So, all right. The 49ers are also nine and a half point favorite at home. Fifty and a half full touchdown. heavier than over under than Baltimore Houston 50 and a half against green Bay. Uh, all right, Harry, let's start us off here. You got a teaser that you think is going to work out. Yeah. I'm going to push that. You know, I hate laying points Sal, especially in the playoffs. I'm going to tease it down. Sam Fran to two and a half. That's I mean, a- you hate that, but you were all in six last week. So maybe try something different. All right. Yeah. Well, I took some paper. <laughs> San Francisco minus two and a half and over, over 43 and a half. Obviously green Bay uh, had their day last week versus Dallas. They're currently uh, playing with a ton, a ton of house money. So let's tease it. Uh, <laughs> just in case with the number one seed in the NFC, San Francisco's third in points scored this year and third in rushing yards against, which could shut down Aaron Jones and have to make love pass a ton here. Um, the Niners love. get theirs. Uh, maybe a mm-hmm. late score for the Packers may mean the spread and total. So I'm going to go I'm gonna go 30-20 San Fran. Okay, 30-20. 30-20, Parley Kid. I think the Cowboys, back when they were good, beat the 49ers 30-20 in a championship game. I might be uh, – Mikey Meatballs, if you want to look that up uh, and depress us further. I, I do think I have a picture of us in front of a TV, and it says 30-20 Cowboys. Well, they beat the I'm Packers so, yeah. 30-20. Maybe they beat the Packers 30-20. I don't know. All right. Uh, Parley Kid, hit us up. You have a player prop. Yeah, that, that's an interesting, interesting score by Harry. I don't know why he's teasing it down, though, if he's predicting 30 <laughs> wow. to 20. You know, so yeah. a little mistake. I, I want to be safe, Darren. I want to, that's why I'm laying I, I get it. I mean, that's, I, 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 you know, that's what I would do, too. So I get it. I have anything left in the tank on Saturday night. Who knows? Okay. There, I'm confirming January 17th night. Actually, uh, wow. Whoa. This is, uh, was it 31 years ago today? 30 20 Cowboys beat the uh, Niners today. Wow. Is it? 
Is that our uh, those are, our last those NFC are the good playoff old days. No, those those are the good old days. Oh. Jesus, oh man, Emmett, Emmett, Daryl Johnson scores, Kelvin Martin. Those were the freaking days. Sorry Kelvin Martin you off. scored in that game. He did. He did. So, um, Eggman, one hundred and twenty-five yards. I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you want me to look? Maybe one fifty. This is a. I, I, this was a high-scoring game. I think about three twenty-two. What did he say it at? Twenty-four for thirty-four. Three twenty-two. Wow. Two touchdowns. Picks? Yeah. Any picks? Zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have a different memory of Troy Damn, than everyone man. else does. It's like the most accurate yeah. passer. When it's he, another uh, guy. That's got him, yeah. That guy. That got him in the ring at UCLA. I guess. I guess I came. <laughs> Still on that. All right, Parley. Yeah. Go ahead. What's your- uh, yeah, I'm going to take another receiver prop here, Sal. Jaden Reed of yeah. the Packers, over 41 and a half yards receiving at minus 114. Reed averages, uh, uh, you know, about 50 yards receiving per game, a good nine to 10 yards more than this number. I think it's a little low here. Uh, one, because believe it or not, for as torched as the Cowboys got, Reed had zero yards wow. in that game. Isn't that incredible? The best receiver on this team in that, in that game had zero yards. So he was out on that field a lot. Yeah. Uh, I Boy, but I he's another guy like Flowers where yeah. it's this young speed that is taking over the game. Uh, and I, I always like receivers off a bad week, um, mm-hmm. especially like the best receiver on the team, uh, to then bounce back with a big-time performance. And when you're asking a guy like Reed for 41 and a half yards, uh, you know, he, they this is a team that throws the ball down the field, Sal. They make big plays. It might just be one or two catches, and I got this number. I do like Reed to bounce back with a nice performance. I do like uh, your pick as well. Uh, All I, right. I really, that's actually the first one I thought about, and then I saw that you had it. So then I went to this read one, and I, I like this here too. Let me mention this then, as long as you teed me up here. Aaron Jones, under 71 and a half rushing yards, minus 112. Now, our friend John Jastrzemski, my co-host of Ring of Wise Guys, uh, coined the phrase the rat line of the week. It's a line. It's a spread that doesn't make sense, right? This, I think, is the rat player prop of the week. Unless you really look into it, because Aaron Jones, yeah. 71 and a half. He only went over this number in each of the last four games. And during that span, he had at least 111 yards rushing, which is 40 yards above what they're asking of him on Saturday. But if you look closely at the last nine games versus 49ers run defense, that defense has allowed the top rusher 56, 44, 45, 86 was the bad one, 44, 20. 47, 30, 35, that's eight out of nine went for under 72 yards. And if you think it's a game where the Packers, I like Aaron Jones, I think his over on the receiving yards was 25 and a half or somewhere. I'll look it up. That I like uh, better than. I think than, it was even less. I think it was, was it less than less. 25? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I like that. I think he figures into the passing game more than the rushing game, believe it or not, despite the success he's had over the last month. So give me Aaron Jones under 71 and a half rushing yards. Right, we did you. I'm confused now no, with the Packers. We, we, did. we didn't do you. We yes, didn't. And ahead. the funny thing was, I liked yours too. That was oh. the one. <laughs> I was like about ready to write it down. I was like, oh, Sal has this one too. Um, yeah. I, and it's one of those things. If you think like the 49ers can get up on the Packers early in right. that game, mm-hmm. then if they're playing from behind, it's going to, you know, you can't run the ball as much. It, it, that That's kind of dictates what happens in that game. But I'm taking a weird one here. I'm going Romeo Dobbs. Under 36 and a half yards receiving. Look, it seems really low, especially, right? He comes off a monster game where he has like 150 receiving yards against the Cowboys. But And and you can pass on the 49ers a little bit, but I do think he comes back down to earth. If you look at his stats, he had 32 or or less receiving yards in four of his prior five games. And the Packers, and and probably I was just talking about this, Packers have a ton of young receivers that could step up and have big games at any point in time. I, I uh-huh. tend to agree with Darren. I do think Reed is the guy this week, I think, who has a much bigger game. So I'm going to take Dobbs to go under here. All right. I'll, let me just say this. If you want to pick a player prop for the Packers, don't use the Cowboys box score as any indication yeah, because there's sure. no way to figure out what the hell happened there. It doesn't make sense that they ran all over them and still had time 
or still had the wherewithal to throw for what uh, that everybody was <laughs> wide open. And like you said, Paul, he could read the, their top receiver didn't do anything. Like That's nothing crazy. made sense in that game. Crazy garbage, garbage team. Mike McCarthy <laughs> back. All right, you, I need bringing him back. Bringing him I back. Know. I need to take a break. I, well, you got to. If Prescott's going to be your quarterback, you got to bring him back. It's not, that's true. Yeah. I, I, right? I mean, that's just the way it is. That stinks. Yeah. One more. That's the way it is. One more year. I mean, we looked at it yep. like, you know, Garrett right. Gary got what, seven and a half, eight years more than he should have. So McCarthy's going to get a couple more, um, more than his expiration date. All right, quick break. We'll go over the Sunday action when we return. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Detroit, six and a half point favorite, 48 and a half is the over under. Tampa Bay comes to town. A uh, little, little trash talk here. CJ Gardner Johnson, D back for Detroit, said something that the Bucs are without a good quarterback. And then Baker said, shut uh-huh. up. Tell him he needs to brush up on his film study. I don't think that's smart. I think Baker's playing, you know, you go by that so Eagles stu- game. Why? As why good as would anybody. You say that? Wait, he's throwing the ball, Parlor Kid. My goodness. Um, why would you say, why would you give a team bulletin uh-huh. board material? You could give the Cowboys bulletin board material. <laughs> they don't care. But you can't give right. these other teams bulletin board material. Well, oh, especially stupid. when we're looking so hard for an underdog, but I don't, I don't expect. Well, let's see, Harry. Let's start with it. Well, I'll ask you, Harry. This is your team. Why are your players getting so mouthy? I don't. know. That's very Ellison. Uh, came from the Eagles. Uh, John Carter, Gardner Johnson did. Um, they had a rough season as well. A lot of dissension with Philly at the end of the season, probably. And you know, he left for Detroit. He was banged up. He had a nice season at the end. I don't know why I said that. Darren's right. Why? Why start now? But uh, listen, I'm still going to roll with my Detroit Lions. Al, I'm going to lay the points, and you do finally. You do have to give it up to Baker in the box last week who actually looked fabulous versus a fraudulent Philadelphia team. But Tampa Bay was still 20th in the NFL in points scored and 32nd in rushing. That should allow the Detroit D-line to get after Mayfield. That equals another huge game for Aiden Hutchinson. Hutch had two sacks versus the Rams last week and has seven sacks over his last three games. The dynamic duo of Montgomery and Gibbs in the backfield have been terrific all year. Montgomery hasn't scored in just three games all year. And one of those games, he went down early in the first quarter. Ultimately guys, I think it's golf's time. He is the Prince of Michigan right now. He's the dude in Detroit, restore the roar, Detroit 30, Tampa Bay 16. (laughs) Harry went for all alliterations, except for the first one. He's the dude of Detroit. He is the, what was the other thing you said? Did I say the, uh, the Prince of uh, Michigan? Yeah, that's the one that doesn't make sense. The dude of Detroit. <laughs> what you say? What was the third yeah, one? Restore the, the roar. Restore, restore the, the roar. roar. Dude of Detroit, Prince of Michigan. Yeah, is that <laughs> not the man of Michigan? <laughs> not the not the uh, I, I, I don't know what you <laughs> the monarch of Michigan. No. <laughs> He's a dude. All right, I don't know. I, I thought you were going for all three. I thought you were going <laughs> for the triple crown. Paula, kid, you like this bet, Harry? Uh, you and Harry actually had the same thing for a minute. And then uh, one of you stepped aside and you, you like this teaser. Prince, Prince, uh, the performer, the singer was from Minnesota, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, close. In case he was close. trying to make that reference Michigan in a way, borders I'm not sure. I don't, I don't think Harry would. A couple hundred miles. That. No, 600, 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the middle of them. I don't know. Yeah. So, so you, uh, you got yeah, a teaser uh, here, Parley kid. Yeah. And I kind of stole this from Harry. Um, Cause I, I did. Uh, I really. Love this Detroit uh, teaser. Yeah, six-point teaser. So Detroit give, uh, giving a, a half a point and the game under 54 and a half. Uh, it would be hard for, for any of us here to go with Tampa just to win the game, right? I mean, there's no more surprises. Tampa has, uh, for the most part, Mayfield is a hot quarterback, even though he did have a dud down the stretch uh one or two of those, but um, that might have been due to some, you know, being banged up a little bit. But 
this crowd is going to be as loud as any crowd in the playoffs this week. Um, Tampa, obviously, after a nice showing, uh, is going to get a rude awakening playing here. Um, so I obviously like Detroit. I think they're just a more talented team, um, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Some more speed, as uh, Harry was alluding to as well. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, the under plays into the fact that, uh, you know, under 54 and a half, that Tampa will, though, their defense does show up on a weekly basis. They very rarely get uh, annihilated. Uh, Bowles has done, uh, I'm not a huge Bowles fan, but he has he does do a nice job with his defense. Uh, he's obviously a, a defensive coach. Um, and that Tampa gets the most out of their defense. And I do think, uh, I don't see Detroit, you know, lighting the scoreboard up for, 40-something points. I really feel like this is going to be a 31-17 game. And like Harry said before, just playing it safe with the tees. But um, I, I, I feel it's going to be a two-touchdown win for Detroit. So uh, part of me uh, will probably come back with just Detroit on that with the points, too, at some okay. point. Okay. All right. I have thoughts. Well, I'll save them for tomorrow with this Tampa thing. I think it'll be a little closer than – I mean, Brian, it all depends if you think that Tampa's offense is back or if they're, you know, back to what they did against the Panthers week 18 in the game they had to have or against New Orleans the week before that. But I I just looking at Baker throw the ball, I think he's going to keep them in and they might pressure him a lot. But anyway, here's my my prop. I'll give you uh, my player prop going off of what the parlay kid says. I like getting or at least in this instance taking a player or receiver who did not perform well last week. And that's Mike Evans was obviously the main guy in Tampa. I like him 80 or more receiving yards at plus 134. Like I said, it's gone under 80 the last three. So I'm going with the he's due narrative. It's gone over 80 six times this year. He has a 162 in there, a 143, a 171. A couple big grabs by a big player in a big spot, I think. He's had three 100-yard games in the playoffs over his career. So look for Mike Evans. I'm getting a nice plus number there if you adjust it to 80-plus receiving yards, plus 134. By the way, you look at Detroit. I was looking. I forgot about this. No stranger to giving up giant numbers to the team's best receiver. Puka, C.D. Lamb, uh, the last five top receivers, well over 100, and in some cases, 200. That's so a good call. Take a look at that. Uh, all right, Brian, you have a receiving uh, – pro- well, it's tight end, right? Receiving yeah, I'm yards. going Laporta over 35 and a half receiving yards. And, look, it was encouraging for the Lions last week that Laporta was back. I, I didn't even think – I thought there was no nice. way he was playing that game. And he, he looked pretty normal, you know, even if he wasn't 100%. The one thing I'll say about the Bucks defense, though, the one weakness they have, though, is stopping tight ends. They gave up the second most receiving yards yeah. on the season to tight ends at 63 yards per game. I think the Lions, the Lions do a good job of exploiting uh, the weaknesses of these defenses. So I think Laporta gets back to full strength here, and he goes over that low number of very, very low number of 35. That does seem low. That seems like two him getting past the first level twice, right? Yeah, yeah. 20 and 16. He could do that. Uh, that's a that's fantastic pick. Well, I like, I like that, that, a, that lot. a lot. As long as he's healthy, why not? Bro? Well, he's got to be. They wouldn't have him out there. Yeah, unless um, he was close to being fully healthy. So. The main event of the weekend: Buffalo home for Kansas City, two and a half point favorite. Forty-five and a half is the over/under. Really good one. Really good. I hope it's as good as uh, as I'm looking at it uh, in front of me. I hope we see a good version of Mahomes. And Allen, and not a lot of drops, and not a terrible weather factoring in. I think it's supposed to be cold, but nothing like, nothing like last week. Is that right, Parley kid? Maybe I'll ask Andre Reid. No, Andre it, it's Reed. not. Well, I mean, you couldn't really top uh, last week, right? Yeah. With the with the temperatures, but I do think it's going to be barely, barely cold. The plane's being be played bad. late in the day too. So, uh, but anyway, all right, Harry, give us your pick here. You got a whopper of a, an adjusted line. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills Whopper. minus five and a half <laughs> at plus 144. Uh, but listen, I'm going to listen. I'm going to, for the purpose of this podcast, but I'm going to take the Bills minus nine and a half. I'm going to take the Bills minus 13 and a half. Listen, I, I just think it's a bill. Wow. Blowout from beginning to end. Finally, 
Finally, Mahomes, Kelsey, and Andy Reid have to go on the road in the playoffs. Like I said, I'm laying the five and a half here. Oh, man. Um, I know Brian uh, mentioned yesterday that he doesn't think this is going to be a blowout. In fact, I believe he thinks it's going to be a really close game. I totally disagree. This is Josh Allen's moment. He's taking he's taking care of KC in the regular season the last three years, but now it's time to do it in the postseason. Buffalo played their best game of the season against Miami at home when they beat them 48-20 to 20 around fourth or fifth week of the season. That's what I'm giving out on Sunday. Buffalo 48, Kansas City 20. <laughs> Wow. Ooh, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. A lot to say about Ooh, this. What is but, that adjusted line? Let's look at, let me look. 48, 20, like minus, minus 27 and a half. What's 27 and a half? I, I respect the confidence here, Harry. Well, okay. But Harry, make this your side of the year then. Get it all out of the way in January, you know? <laughs> so you're also saying you've given up on this the. This is my the, playoff. The, that the Eight refs the have fixed it. So the refs are not fixing this game for the Chiefs, yeah, right? Yeah, see, that's what I, this is so, what I worry about. They, they how could this win? Would. How could they, this win? They could and would fix it, but Buffalo just annihilates them, so the refs just got to be like, we can't do this. We can't. This is some script that Harry's <laughs> written about the <laughs> NFL script. By the way, talking to Mike Lombardi, Michael Lombardi today, Sal, he didn't. He didn't know where I was coming from with this one. He didn't like. He wasn't so sure about it. <laughs> I'm not so sure about it. I, I almost I tend to disregard anything you say about any Chiefs game because it all, always ends in you complaining Fair. about the refs, uh, rightfully or not. You know. So, um, all right. So big, minus well, the, minus twenty seven and a half is seventeen to one. Oh, do that, Harry. Do it. Do that. Seventeen to one. So this is your. Are you calling this your playoff pick of the year or something? Yeah, sure. Did I? Sure. Yeah. All right. All right. There uh, you go. Minus two and a half, but at minus two and a half. Parley kid, you have <laughs> Allen. You want to take this bet back, knowing how confident Harry is and how absolutely bad he's been. I mean, I'm not. I've not been much better. Yeah, I appreciate like, the confidence. So I do. Yeah. I do appreciate Harry's confidence and his convictions for for this game. Uh-huh. Um. I haven't decided on this one. I I, I think I am leaning towards uh, Buffalo um, uh-huh. uh, to cover in this one. I just maybe think it's you know just their time. Uh, but that being said, it's uh, just looking up at the weather. It does say about twenty one degrees Sunday night. So uh-huh. winds winds ten to fifteen. It's actually probably a decent Buffalo night that night. Perfect. So, perfect night. Um, but cold enough where. Some people are still, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's not always fun to play. Well, Harry, that's not a huge uh, Bill's advantage, you understand. The Chiefs just came in. I'm just saying perfect weather. Look, at least we've made it at 21 degrees. We don't have to see uh, snot uh, icicles out of our Andy Reid's nose anymore. You don't know that. Maybe (laughs) he likes to look well. Maybe he's been complimented all week about it. Yeah, it's it's below freezing, so I guess (laughs) it could happen. Right. He doesn't Um, understand that. Uh, 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 yeah, it's not like Allen. Anytime touchdown, I, I had him last week mm. at plus one forty-five. Obviously, this number uh, was it one plus one forty-five or plus one fifteen last week. Either way, uh, I hit it last week with that fifty-two yard touchdown yeah. run. Uh, I didn't anticipate him getting it from that distance, but uh, he has been an absolute touchdown machine, especially over the last like dozen games averaging more than a touchdown a game for the Bills. And at minus 115, I just think that is a a solid prop. Because let's face it, I still don't, except for in that Cowboys game, I still don't get the opinion that they trust any of their running backs around the goal line. Mm-hmm. I really I don't feel like they trust Cooks that much around the goal line because he does put the ball on the ground once in a while. Obviously, Allen does too. But if we know if they're on the one, we know what they're doing. Allen's getting in, and but he can break it obviously from anywhere. Allen anytime touchdown minus one fifteen. Yeah, I'm looking to score great. Um, I'm looking at uh, like his adjusted rushing yards too, because he has some good numbers too. What so he had? Uh, what did he have? He had seventy four against Pittsburgh. He had sixty seven against Miami. He's had an eighty one in there. If you if you do some of these adjusted, what am I saying? You know, like 70 or more is plus 270. Even 60 or more is plus 182. If you love the Josh Allen taking off and not getting hit, that's a that's a good one. All right, Bry, 
Uh, well, actually, let, let me take it first because I think uh, another guy could score down low, and it's Kincaid, Dalton Kincaid. I gave it out last week, uh, plus 300. I think it was plus 350 last week when I gave it out. It's three to one. Um, this week, it hit on Ringer Wise, guys. I think it hits again. He scored versus Steelers on Monday. 21 targets over the last three games. Eight targets versus the Chiefs in December. He's become a Josh Allen favorite. So I'm going to bounce back with Dalton Kincaid for touchdown three to one. Now, Bri, this Laporta seemed like a big, uh, a, a low number for receiving. I like that out of you. But Kelsey, over five and a half receptions, huh? And minus yeah, 145. Yeah, and you're, le- you're laying minus 145. And look, I think Kelsey finally, he played with some enthusiasm last week, right? There was some fire with him last week. And you saw, you know, he did look a little bit more like himself, maybe not 100%, but he still had 71 yards on seven receptions. And, and look, the thing is, Mahomes really right now trusts two guys, right? He, he trusts Rice or he trusts Kelsey. But I will say, Kelsey routinely has just had big games against the Bills, right? He was 6 for 83 earlier in the season, 8 for 108 last season. In 2021, when they played each other twice, he had two monster games there. So, again, you know, unless he's dropping a couple balls here, I'd expect him uh, this to be another 7, 8, eight catch uh, a game for him. So, I think All I right. think 5.5, while it maybe seems high the way he's played recently, I I, I don't really think it's that high. Who gets CBS gets it? This is a Romo game, right? Yeah. This is a Romo game. Yeah, it's gotta be. All right. So there'll yeah. be cutaways, Taylor, all the whole the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Uh all right. Listen, we got th- we got NBA picks for Thursday. When we return, we're down, done with the football. Brother Brian and I come back Friday on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. We tackle these games in a different way. Uh, we'll be right back with uh some NBA and some sharp tank. Wanna get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Velux XC. Juvederm Velux XC is an ejectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Velux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. All right, we're back. We're gonna we're in the NBA uh, game picking business, fellas. It's here. It's middle of January. We don't mind it. Let's do it. Some NBA parlay, kid. Oklahoma City minus three and a half on Thursday. Yeah, um, as was looking right now, my Cavs um, plus four and a half. Yeah, looking fantastic against Milwaukee, up by seventeen. Uh, closing in towards. I mean, half you don't time, want to really sad. I, I was going to lead you in like that, but with the NBA, I feel pretty good. I feel. I know. Can, I know it could change. Yeah, it could happen. <laughs> I feel they were up twenty-two to two. I believe uh, so, at, at some point to start the game. So, uh, but now I feel good about it. Um, yeah, so I'm taking the OKC minus three and a half at Utah. Uh, you t- uh, we're talking about one of the best teams in the NBA in OKC coming off two straight losses, looking to get themselves right against the hottest team in the NBA in the Jazz. Um, I think, you know, I know Brian was on the Jazz today. I think not maybe just this this inconvenience. They didn't play today. Obviously, some tra- tragedy uh, on the staff of, of the Warriors. and. Um, I don't know. Maybe they. I, I'm feeling they may lose their mojo a little bit there uh, from not playing today. Even though maybe it's an advantage to not play today, and now you have the best, one of the best teams in the West coming in. But that being said, OKC due for a win. Haven't been on a three-game losing streak all season, and uh, Utah comes back down to earth uh, tomorrow after this nice winning streak that they've been on, they're due for a loss. Simple math, OKC covers the three and a half, and uh, I get another basketball winner. All right, pretty good. Uh, 11 and eight on the road, the uh, 
OKC Thunder. All right, bro. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, Harry, you know, we're on the same game here. Uh, you have the total. I have the side. I'm going to go Pacers plus eight over Kings. Big trade there. Pascal Siakam. Is that is that uh, official? I think it is going to It's official, right? It is. Yeah. So I don't know that he plays on Thursday, but either way, there's excitement in Indiana. Good for this is good signing for Halliburton and quickly and Barnes. Uh, Pacers now got crushed at Utah. Who, as we mentioned, Parley Kids has been playing great. But before that, uh, they've been pretty tough on the road. They hung with Denver. They beat the Hawks. They beat the Bucks in Milwaukee. They're 10 and 10 on the road. Sacramento only 10 and 10 at home. Uh, Pacers 9, 2, and 1 against the spread in the last 12. Sacramento 1 and 4 against spread last 5 at home. And the Pacers have covered four of the last five versus the Kings. So I think there's a close one. I'm grabbing the eight points over Sacramento. And Harry, you like the over. Speaking of over in that game. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, Pacers are first in the NBA in scoring. Sacramento isn't too shabby either when it comes to scoring, uh, averaging over 118 points a game. Pacers are tied with Atlanta in giving up the most points in the league. And Sacramento, as you mentioned, not so great at home. You just mentioned 10 and 10 record at home. Sacramento has actually given up 130 points or more in their last three home games. I'm going over 244 and a half. All right. Now, Bry is, uh, I'm glad he's doing a college game here, but going against the Oregon Ducks here, the undefeated uh, in conference look, Oregon I'm sorry. Ducks. Look, I know you told me NBA, but we only had, no, there's, it's only, fine. there's only no, two no, lines like out there. But yeah, I'm, I'm taking Colorado. It actually went to minus six and a half, which is a little weird. Um, Oregon's probably actually been playing a little bit better recently. But yeah, I'm going against Archie here. Uh, both teams mm-hmm. are solid. And, and I was like, Colorado just had a, a recently a rough stretch on the road. But I will say they're significantly better at home where they're 10 and 0 and mm-hmm. they've won pretty much all of their home games have kind of been blowouts. I think they've won by an average margin of victory of about 20 points per game. And this is a game that Colorado last year beat up on Oregon at home by by more than 20. Colorado just seems to be a better, a little bit better defensive team. So I think they win uh, and cover a rather high scoring game here. So. All right. I'm going to an Oregon USC and has nothing to do with Oregon or Archie or anything. My, uh, Harrison's coach is a big, big uh, USC guy, basketball coach. So, and it just happens to be for that game. So that'd be good. Nice. So you're going to go see Bronny. You're going to, I'm nice. going to see Bronny. There you go. Nice. Bronny against the ducks. That'll be good enough. I think that's uh, <laughs> February 1st or something right in there. All right, you guys sharp tank. Who were the winners last week? Harry, you I lost. Won. Yeah. I won. Bri, you I lost. lost. And Parley Kid, yeah, I had um, Cowboys screwed me. Yeah, but Parley Kid, you're doing it again. Let's start with you. You kind of had all the (laughs) favorites last week. You know I'm a sucker for this. This (laughs) is what I was talking about before. I have to take these four home teams on the money line. Chances are, Mm. um, one of them will lose most likely. I just don't know which one. but yeah, I like all the I like I do I really do. I, obviously, it's not saying much. Think saying, oh, I like the Ravens, I like Detroit, right? I like um, uh, San uh, San Fran. I mean, am I going out on a limb by saying that? Absolutely not. And then I like, of course, I'll take the Bills this week. Like Harry's saying, I do I do think it's the Bills' time. Uh, that's the one I'm probably most worried about. Um, but, you know, I, like I said last week uh, when we talked about this, you know, which was I, which team was I most worried about? Obviously the Cowboys. And sure enough, they were the one that came back uh, to lose for me uh, and my uh, money line parlay. But plus 243 to go with all the home faves. Look, five and one from the home team so far, right? Mm-hmm. With the one being the one that you figured it would be. <laughs> home fields is a distinct advantage in these playoffs. For most teams, Sal, uh, and uh, I like it here this weekend too. I think. All right. I, I hope we see some good football games. I really do, but uh, you know, I, I think there's going to be probably two lopsided scores at least this weekend for the home. Well, favorites. you got the monster favorites on Saturday, then you got to do a little work on uh, Sunday. But uh, I'm looking at last year, similar situation. This round, three home teams won. Chiefs, Eagles, 49ers won. And then the Bengals went to Buffalo and, and crushed them. Uh, similar right. situation. Chiefs going to Buffalo this year. That was last year. See, now I got to look all these up. Now I have to look. 
2021. That was a garbage. Bucks went to the Saints and won. Is that right? Yeah, I guess that's right. Chiefs won. Packers won at home. Bills won at home. So it does seem to be three and one. It's always a snag, right? 2020, <laughs> Packers won. Chiefs killed the Texans. 49ers won. And then the Titans beat the Ravens in 2020. So there's always. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. <laughs> wait, wait. I got, now I got to keep going. I got to keep going. <laughs> Saints beat the Eagles in 19. Patriots beat the Chargers. The Chiefs beat the Colts. And the Rams beat the Cowboys. All right. That was a good one for you. 20 to 19. All right. So you got to break the. Uh, okay. First, this will be a four, four year streak you're breaking <laughs> here with that. All right, Harry, let's hear oh, yours. Yeah. Before I do, so I'll get to my fan duel, uh, same game parlay. Mm. Uh, you mentioned you, you were happy Brian had a college game. I I did consider this. I don't know the line, but on Saturday, I do really like St. John's over Marquette. Patino has COVID. They lost by one to Creighton. <laughs> they got steamrolled <laughs> on Tuesday by Seton Hall. Totally makes sense to love Marquette, who's ranked over St. John's. Go the other way. St. John's is beating Marquette on Saturday. But aside from that, <laughs> well, we don't even know what the line is. What, I know, it but seven, whatever eight, it is, yeah. take St. John's money line. They're probably going to okay. be a four oh, point underdog. All right. I'm telling you, St. John's wins that game. Uh, but my same game parlay involves uh-huh. Bills and Chiefs game. It pays plus 215. It's a three leg same game parlay. First, obviously, Bills money line. Three straight years, the Bills have beaten KC in the regular season, all in Arrowhead. Now they get it done in Western New York. Yeah. Josh Allen, 200 or more passing yards. Allen, last five meetings versus Kansas City, 233 or more yards in all five. And in four of those five, 287 or more. And in nine playoff games, Josh Allen has over 200 yards in all nine. And for the third leg, Allen to have over one and a half touchdown passes. Had three last week versus Pittsburgh. Has had at least two touchdown passes in six of his last eight playoff games. And against Uh, Andy uh, Reid's Kansas City Chiefs defense in his last five games against Kansas City, Josh Allen has 13 passing touchdowns. I just hate, I hate it because it's like, I, I like the bills too, but I just, this is not going to work for you. It's, it's not going to work for you. Just as too much love and too much anti chiefs. And I just, I know the result of this, Harry, we've seen it too many times before yeah, you're picking against been, the chiefs. They weren't that impressive last week. Miami was awful. Anybody could well, beat Miami last week. Anybody. Well, you're the one who said that the Steelers weren't in it against the bills with the seven, 10 minutes left, whatever. That's That's okay. That's, That's going to okay. make people think, just like I said about Detroit. I wanted Detroit to play a close game against the Rams. They did. They rolled Tampa now. Same thing with Buffalo. Buffalo was a one-score game 10 minutes ago. Well, it wasn't a close against, game. They covered. Yeah. And they They're, still covered, yeah. but still it was a one-score game with 10 minutes ago. This game, forget about it. Oh, oh man. <laughs> See you later, Andy. I don't know about this. <laughs> Brian, I don't know. He's see a therapist. Like he really, it's crazy. Andy, you know, eight on the road we, in playoffs. We can't. We too. can't have this because now he's forcing us to even think about rooting for the Chiefs. I know. Here. It's really you know what? Like Mahomes. Go. Mahomes as an underdog is like nine and one against the spread or something. They, something yeah, crazy. They, they hate something that Harry loves like a blowout in this game. Right. Yeah. Chris, Chris and Larry. They both yeah. like it. They actually both like it. <laughs> Just go shovel the stadium and bet the Chiefs. So they'll, they'll be happier then. You'll be doing better um, <laughs> justice there. Uh all right. Uh Bri, uh oh, big UFC card? Yeah, big UFC. UFC two ninety-seven, right? Um I, I hit last week. I had Peter BF uh nice. to win round Man, seven. That was great. 12. Seven through twelve. In the, nice. seven, in the seventh yeah. round, I, I won the week before too. So I had a rough stretch until the last two. Uh, but I'm get I, I know Michael is going to hate this pick. Uh mm-hmm. but I'm taking Duplessis plus one oh eight over Sean Strickland. Look, I will say this middleweight division has been a carousel, right? You just assumed Adesanya was gonna take control of this and reign for five, six years, and you have not, you didn't see that at all, right? Adesanya won, then Pereira beat Adesanya, then back to Adesanya, then Strickland with that big upset over Adesanya. And I would say Strickland obviously is a really tough boxer, but we've seen him prior to that Adesanya fight, not fight smart. He didn't fight smart against Pereira. He got knocked out. Cannonier outfought him in that fight too. So 
I think the thing with Duplessis is he's a really awkward fighter. At times, when you watch him, you'll be like, this guy sucks. And I guarantee Michael has sent me that text a million times when Duplessis has fought, that he sucked. But he, it's more he's very awkward, has a ton of power, and he can win multiple ways. Like, he dominated that fight, especially after the first round against Whitaker, right? I, I, I was not expecting that at all. And when you watch that fight, when Whitaker was landing shots on Duplessis, it was almost like a little kid punching punching mm-hmm. an adult, right? Like nothing was <laughs> happening, right? It, like you just, you felt like nothing could hurt this guy. So I like I like that Duplessis is a little bit of an underdog here. And I think, uh, I think he wins it. All right, Mikey Meatballs, you've been called out. You going against <laughs> Uncle Bry here? I'm going Strickland in this fight. Yeah. Knew it. Knew and it. Strickland, by the way, Bry, would question your se- sexual orientation picking against him <laughs> with so much enthusiasm. Yes, he would. Yes, he would. Interesting. All right. Oh, man, this is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. This goes up against, I guess the, the football games will be over, right, by the time this this. um yeah, a, I mean that's a good. I mean, I I love that part. It's a good yeah. night, right? It's this will kind of right, be right, right. taking o- the the main last two fights will be go- taken over once after Green Bay, game. San Francisco. Yeah. All right, yeah. all right, that's a fun one. Um, oh man, all right, I'm gonna go with Bry here. I, I'm gonna go with Bry. I went with him last week. Pugilistic competition there. That was nice. Seven through twelve, he picked it, and the plus is all right. Plus one oh eight. That's a good one. We'll, yeah, the, we'll have something to root for here, Brian. Why, why is there only like a minus 440 on here? I don't see any minus 650s on the undercard. <laughs> There's not the a prelims. lot. Not a huge favorite. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with Jasmine Jastavicious at minus 400 in the, in the prelims at 6 o'clock, 4 o'clock my time. Uh, all right, listen, let's take another break and we'll be uh, right back. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. All right, let's hit the email. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. We get uh, lots of notes here from our devoted listeners, viewers, whatever you are. You're there for us. Matt Maraconda. Oh, this is our Buffalo oh. guy here. Yes. Uh, fellas, as a duly appointed representative by the Parlay Kid of the great city of Buffalo, I applaud TPK for mentioning we were voted the nicest place in America by the good people at the still relevant Reader's Digest. TPK correctly mentioned we are known as the Queen City, but we are also known as the City of Good Neighbors, which was on full display in what was a difficult 2022. And yes, it's a 2022. Oh, yes, it's a reasonable assessment that people are nicer in the summer outside of the gray winter. So maybe meatballs didn't get the full impact of our niceness. Having said all that, the Bills play in Orchard Park, not Buffalo. So all bets are off for their niceness. Those are the people who invaded school board meetings a couple of years ago. Keep up the great work, Matt Maraconda. All right. So, yes, Parley Kid uh, cited an article, which he had to read like three or four times to figure out that they meant Buffalo, nicest city meant nicest people, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what it meant. The nicest people. Mm. Um, yeah, they're very, very helpful, very friendly. Obviously, Matt is amongst one of those people. Yeah, uh, super uh, nice guy. Actually, found out uh, and just chatting with him a little bit. Used to uh, was a uh, part of the staff at Detroit Mercy Division One basketball yeah. uh, for a while, and. Um, so Dick Vitale, uh, his coach, form, that's his, yeah, yeah it's for, and it's one of his uh, former players is now the head coach of the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, um, oh. Coach Green. Uh, All there. right, so um, yeah, uh, very, very, very uh, great, great, uh, great listener for us. Really, well, is. thank really, you, Matt. Thank really you for uh, writing in, cousins. How against the logic Gmail dot. Calm. All right, Meatballs, now that we know what this the article was really trying to say, now we went to you because you attended four years at Buffalo, University of Buffalo. Um, and when we said, we thought it was the nicest, the nicest city, is like nicest, uh, I, I don't know what the, the looking city, I don't know, just uh, <laughs> aesthetically. But now that we know the nicest people, would you agree with that? Yeah, sure. 
I'll give him that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> He's thousands of miles away. It doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. There you go. All right. So now we know uh, Harry is dying to give us an Australian Open pick. We're in the second round. What What do you got, Harry? Yeah. Look, Sal, before the uh, Australian Open, I told you and our buddy Bill Simmons. Mm-hmm. That Yannick Center at 17 to 1 was my pick. Now he's plus 550. Um, look, you down. always like him, though, right? Yeah, not always. Not always. Brian had, Brian's had him once or twice, too. Uh, uh, uh-huh. down, he's ranked fourth in the world, uh, 10 career tournament victories, nine of them on hard court. And Joker is having some issues in Sydney. He's dropped sets in both matches to unranked players. So, mm. Center, like I said, I got him at 17 to 1. He's now plus 550. And on the women's he's plus side, plus 490, by the way, Center. Center's 490 now. 490. Okay, yeah. go ahead. All Buffalo Bills over this, like I said, for this weekend. I'm taking Jessica, uh, Pula, who, I, who was 20 to 1. She's made it through this to the third round. She's now 29 to 1. Interestingly, went up. She's obviously the daughter of the owners of the Buffalo Bills. Um, mm. In her last three years in Sydney, she's 12 and 3, her overall record. The fifth, uh, she's ranked fifth in the world. Jabor ranked number six, already gone. Sakari, number eight, gone to. So uh, I'm taking. I don't want to hear this. Really, the all these all these uh, ranked uh, <laughs> females lost already. I mean, I, I what did I do it for? No, I did it for the U.S. Open, Bry, where yeah. I bet all or, the was it Wimbledon? All the under, it might have been it? Wimbledon. I feel like I, I went Wimbledon. crazy betting all the and none of them won. None of them got past like the, <laughs> it was the second round. I know. I don't know how we. She's 23 now, Harry. Harry has trouble reading more, odds all of a sudden. Well, she was 29. And all right. Well, they play all day. You know, they play. You got to check the odds. They, they're everybody's playing all the time. Uh, yeah. I feel bad for the city of Buffalo, though. Harry is just Harry's just. Oh, I know. This sucks, Harry. <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't believe it. I like them. I was rooting for them and everything. And now it's going to be Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Uh, how does it end, Polly Kid? How does this game end? Because it'll be a questionable call, or it won't be questionable, but Harry will think it's questionable. So how do the Chiefs beat the Bills and uh, foil Harry, Harry's plan? What is it? Yeah, it's probably like a late drive, a pass interference call on the Bills. Yeah, Pacheco, right, Pacheco fumbles right at the goal line, but they give him a touchdown, but the ball went through the end zone, but he already crossed or something like that. Something, <laughs> something <laughs> yeah. yeah, something where it's right. Something like that's going to happen. Mm. Uh, and then we're going to have to listen to Harry, but he, he can't say it. He can't use that as, um, right, as an excuse. For the for that game, but oh, he will. by the way, Buffalo does have the hottest housing market, according to Zillow. Oh, what is uh, this in, now? in the country? Right, the really? country. not not yes. the hottest no. people, not the hottest housing market. Right, do you want to make uh, over under uh, on Sunday my uh, over under on my gummy intake? Why? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot of. Why money. would we do hey, that? I'm gonna have a lot of money on the bills. Well, I don't know what a lot of gummies. Is. I don't want sure. a lot of money. Not, also, of I'd a, like to know. I'll say, I'll say four and a half. Although I don't know if that's a lot or not. It's a good number. That's a good number. <laughs> under, Wait a so, un, un, four and a half under minus one thirty. Hold on a second. So you have big money on a game. You have to drug yourself to watch it. Is that Most what people you're do. saying? Most people do. You don't. But most people do. Darren doesn't. Well, most people no, do. You, no, you're you're but but it's more when you have more money on it. A little more gets it makes it a little more intense. All right. Yeah, I don't know well, if most people do just, that. People let's drink just, and get drunk. Let's people just drink people get let's drunker, just, like people doing more lines of cocaine if they bet the Knicks over the Spurs. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Well, I don't know. Let's just say Harry, we know obviously Harry had obviously has not been betting a lot recently because I don't he would have lost right. a ton of money recently. But well, he saved had, the peacock this, money, so now he's got right. more. Yeah. This has <laughs> got to be a monster bet for him. This yeah, game, right. this now, this, I mean, he's been cho- he's been talking it up. This yeah. this has to be a monster monster bet for him. Well, it's either right. way, it's a monster bet because he's making it. But what are you? So how much is it? Well, I got I got to see how I do in the early games, early game, and then see how to make Detroit make sure Detroit wins. And what are you sure thinking? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? I don't know. I'll probably go. I'll probably spend eight hundred, a thousand. Oh wow! Okay, all right. This is big for Harry. All right. God damn! There's no way it's winning. It just isn't. I, I don't know what to do, Bry. <laughs> yeah. How's he going to win this game? All he does is uh, mother F the Chiefs. 20, everybody, 48 what? to 20. 20. And I'm being generous giving Kansas City 20, by the way. 
<laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't like this all right. at all. All right. Good luck, Harry. Uh, don't overdose on gum. Wouldn't that be something if he overdosed to death on gummies and didn't even get to collect his winnings? The one time he bet the Chiefs against the Chiefs and won. Andy well, Road, give me a break. Give uh, me a break. Ur- so Ursay, Ursay, Gagnon, same, same. Uh, I've never heard someone so cocky coming off an 0 and 6 week. I've really just never done it. Never in my life. That hey, my plus 451. Right. Give me credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 0 right. for 6 uh, is tough. 0 for 6 is tough. <laughs> it is tough to top. Uh, yeah, you won't go 0 for 6 this week, Harry. I promise you that. All right, listen. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs and the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit C ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.